Do you want a book that will inspire and challenge you? Evangelizing Catholic Culture, New Vision for the New Creation is that book. It's a call for spiritual renewal within the Catholic Church. There's an entire generation of people searching for authentic purpose in their lives who desire to serve the proclamation of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and live a rich life of personal holiness. This is an exciting challenge to those who desire to live a deep and rich Christian way of life. Written by Father David Tickerhoof, you are sure to be inspired. Sold on Amazon, in print, and Kindle. Get your copy today. Welcome to the Evangelizing Catholic Culture Podcast Show with your host, Father David Tickerhoof, T-O-R. Father David is a retired priest currently ministering in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Our Lady Queen of Peace House of Evangelization. You can find the show notes for each episode on the podcast website, evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The teachings in this podcast are the thoughts and prayers of Father Tickerhoof and are based upon his good standing in the Catholic Church. And now, here's your host, Father David. You can find the show notes for episode 39, Bestowing a New Anointing, at evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. And now, here's Father David. A blessed day to everyone. The sun is shining here, and we're all very, very anxious for the spring and for the the warm weather and those things. I see many of our young people walking around without hats on, and I'm thinking 30, 40 years from now, they're going to have sinus problems, but we need the warm weather to get, get us moving again in things. These the the podcast podcast the next couple podcasts that uh, this one uh, bestowing a new anointing and uh, the gift of the covenant and uh, a new life and power this is this is all describing something I think that's really needed at this point and that is a, a new impartation or gift or conferring the work of grace and the Holy Spirit in a very objective and real way in our life and in our life in the church, in our struggles in the church, in all of the things, and especially as we want to evangelize and bring others to the Lord. And so uh, check out these these uh, podcasts in evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com. The overall topic I'm going to be discussing today is the this presentation, this show, which is entitled, in a sense, the overview is the church's grace of renewal. I would like to start by reviewing a bit of history of this topic. Immediately after the close of Vatican Council II in 1965, a wonderful spiritual grace began happening in the Catholic Church. A wonderful new anointing of the power of the Holy Spirit. 
This grace manifested itself in various renewal programs, which provided individuals the opportunity to receive a powerful, love-filled, spirit-filled, transforming grace geared towards spiritual renewal and transformation. The one approach that I am most familiar with is those happenings that took place in things like the charismatic renewal and Christ Renews His Parish, and, uh, different types of programs that emerged, but particularly the renewal graces that came into being through uh, the charisms that people began experiencing in a much more pronounced manner. In the 1960s, some of our young leaders in this movement wondered what to call it. And after consulting with several Catholic theologians, they decided to call it the Charismatic Renewal. The reason for this title resided in the fact that what was manifested experientially was some of the charisms listed in Scripture. The anointing that individuals were powerfully experiencing, they didn't know what to call it, so they thought, well, it's like a baptism, and uh, it deals with the Holy Spirit, so they called it the baptism of the, of the Spirit. This experience as an actual grace of tremendous love from God brought about a wonderful spiritual change in one's Christian life. This identification of the anointing was probably unfortunate for several reasons. First, it, it's easily led to the haves and had nots. Some people experienced this renewal and some didn't. Some were threatened by it, and some said, well, that's not my spirituality, or I never heard of that before. That's not what I learned in my catechesis years ago, and uh, I don't know that. I don't, that's not mine. And so immediately there was a division that emerged. This reality led to many negative experiences. Secondly, the word baptism led to some confusion between this actual grace of transforming love by the Spirit with the reception of water baptism, which is a very different thing. The baptism in the Spirit is simply an actual grace, a gift of grace given by God for a current conversion of life. Water baptism is the reality of the divine indwelling of the Father the Son, and the Holy Spirit for the gift of eternal salvation. It is easy to see why this tension and confusion arose among Christians. What seems to be the present situation? About 65 years have passed since the initial emergence of the renewal appeared right after the close of Vatican Council II in 1965. Many years have passed, and what was fresh, new, and exciting has waned, scattered, dissipated, almost died out. At the beginning, there was a flurry development of prayer groups all over the world, especially in the United States. Today, most of them have discontinued or usually consist in a few older people in later years of life, 
Some individuals have left go of the initial empowerment and no longer consider themselves a part of this spiritual movement. Many have gone home to the Lord. In short, many things have changed in society in relationship to moral principles and behavior and in the church, which is experiencing a tremendous amount of structural downsizing, diminishing, lack of light, uh, confusion, uh, all the kind of things that are not upbuilding, not transforming and not drawing us into God's love and mercy, then they're not bringing peace and vision and light or not helping us care for the younger. All these things are suffering because there's, somebody seems to have turned off the faucets of light and wisdom that is necessary to know the path we take for in, spiritual, in the spiritual life. Also, and this is a biggie, the fact that the neo-pagan social religion of secular, quote, secular humanism, unquote, has brought a huge amount of spiritual darkness, moral confusion, and unfaithfulness among Catholics who were formerly committed to their religion and its practice. For example, a statistic I read a while back maintains that 70% of those young people raised Catholic leave the church or the practice of the faith by the time they are 27, 70%. Now, why is that? Why should that be happening? What is going on that has society's immorality so brought confusion and brought distortion and has people have people so put themselves at the center of God's place in a way that can never work and can never bring about honest and open freedom and spiritual freedom and peace and content of knowing oneself with the truth of oneself, the truth of our love for one another, the goodness of relationships, the practice of grace-filled family life, the service of mercy to others, the the poor that need help and example. So I hope that uh, in the sense that this, this percentage statement is not really true. But the real question is, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Quite frankly, I believe we need to view the past anointing of the Spirit experienced through prayer and various spiritual renewal programs as a first installment of a much greater outpouring of the Spirit. At this point, instead of looking wistfully at the beautiful empowerment of the Spirit in the past, for example, the baptism of the Spirit identified in the charismatic renewal, we should humbly desire a fresh second empowerment that bestows a new, fresh anointing of the Spirit for the current needs, the spiritual desires, and the issues of our current society and the life of the church. Life-giving repentance, the transforming power of truth, the gift of God's merciful love, the uh, appreciation of the creation of who I am as a beloved of God, a beloved son or daughter of the Father, and the powerful grace 
to meet the mission of the church to establish the kingdom of God now. A new bestowal, a new conferring, a new impartation of the Holy Spirit at this time could set on fire many souls for greater holiness. It could, it could, it could equip individuals with tools for fighting against the modern forms of a neo-pagan society. For example, current attempts to destroy family life in our American culture, all the moral, immoral issues are the issues that we have to deal with in, in morality is, is an attack of family life, destroying the authority of the family, destroying the nature and way of the family, destroying an understanding of what it means to be a human being. All of these things are current prevalent uh, issues in our society that are quite painful and disturbing. And should we not stand for the truth revealed by the word of God and the authentic moral principles of the church? Just check out that last podcast of the uh, moral principles. Are there any individuals who may have a strong desire to develop uh, an organized movement to unfold prayer study and action and to humbly attempt to investigate the possible things that in a sense could make for a life of holiness of peace of happiness what would be some of the considerations necessary to discern any planning about these matters in the days ahead i'm going to identify generally four things Number one, first of all, this conferring of a second empowerment of the Spirit is something that God wants to happen or is wants to happen now. It's something that it, God takes the initiative for, for sure. It's not something we can concoct on our own steam. Two, what sort of gathering could exist or come into existence that some may look into the necessary elements and evaluate the possibilities of things that could really bring changes in our life of a positive nature. Three, is there anybody who really believes in this possibility and is willing to put some effort forth some effort to consider making this happen or to participate in the grace and beautiful gift of God's love moving in a new manner? And lastly, number four, hey, I would really like to hear from you to see what you think and what you feel about these things, to initiate a good discussion about these matters. So may we pray. Dear Father, we approach you and your son Jesus because we have many serious and painful concerns in our hearts. The spirit of negative secular humanism is rapidly growing in our society. Many of those accepting this new social religion are working against the revealed truths of a Christian way of life and are promoting a spiritual darkness and abandoning the wonderful teachings of Jesus and his way of salvation. Immorality and violence are increasing in our culture. Fear, mistrust, and hatred abound in many sectors of our society. We've had these experiences very short time ago. I think everybody can really see that. 
Families are suffering greatly. We know that there are many good people who desire to live in a spirit of love, honesty, and service for others. We pray with a trusting and humble heart that in your goodness, God, in your goodness, Father, and in your mercy, pour out your Holy Spirit anew among us and in our hearts. And may we be open to receive a divine impartation which would equip many to serve, to embrace the liberating freedom of holiness, enlightened truth, and the zeal to serve brothers and sisters in need of your goodness, mercy, and peace. We pray this prayer in Jesus' most holy name. Amen. The opinions on this broadcast are those of Father Tickerhoof. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast, and please share this podcast with a friend. And to contact Father David, email him at frdavidjt at gmail.com. And be sure to leave Father a star rating on any podcast app. You can find more information about Father David on evangelizingcatholicculturepodcast.com.